Hello, my friends. Hello, hello, hello. Good day. I'm so happy to see you. I'm so glad that you stopped scrolling, or I'm glad that you came because you knew we were going to be here for Be Real, Get Real. I'm so happy to see you. I am Trish Carr, one of the co-founders of Women's Prosperity Network, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to another episode of Be Real, Get Real, where we actually have conversations with the people behind the business. Because, you know, we don't do business with businesses. We do business with people. I mean, whether it's the grocery store that's in a chain of millions of grocery stores, but you know every cashier, right? Or if it's the the uh, person you speak to at the store when you're going to buy your cellular phone, we're doing business with people. And the more we know about those people, the more we can know them, like them, we get to trust them. And of course we wanna do business with people we trust. So that's what it's all about. And when we're real with each other, when we share with each other, the reality of our lives, we find that we are so alike and so much more alike than different. So we learn from each other and I'm so glad you're here. So get a cup of coffee, glass of water, whatever you want, just sit and relax for about 15 minutes and let's hear from my special guest today. And I cannot tell you how thrilled I am. I have known this woman for more than a decade. Oh my gosh. She is amazing, and most of you have met her, and if you haven't, you are going to be so happy you did. She is a LinkedIn specialist, a certified social media strategist, a speaker. She works with solopreneurs and sales professionals, and she shows people how to increase visibility, credibility, and profitability, but it's really this expression, which we at Women's Prosperity Network have adopted. And what she shows you how to do is to be known before you're needed. Everybody needs to be known before you're needed. And it's Sherry Martin, a so social visionary who came up with that so perfect phrase. So Sherry Martin, I'm so happy to have you with us today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you, Trish. I miss all of you so much, and um, I'm happy to be here, and it's my pleasure to share how to be real and get real, because trust me, we all do it, right? We all go through it. Yes, 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 we all go through it. Well, you have been through it, my friend. How long have you been in business? As what, you know, you've been doing what you're doing for a long time. Right. Richard and I actually started the business in 1998 with a web agency and it evolved into a web agency as well as a full marketing agency at an IT company. And about the time that the world started changing back in about 2008 and 2009, when you were yeah. all starting with VPN, um, we had to make a major decision and we closed down our company because um, about 95% of our clientele were in the builder and real estate industry. And yeah, <laughs> it was crazy time at that time. And so we had to shift, we had to make changes. And we were such a great team together doing that. And I had already started looking into social media. Uh, mainly LinkedIn, because I was on LinkedIn in 2007 and 2008. I started sharing 
with my clients how to actually get their LinkedIn presence, sort of teaching them some of those things. So we naturally evolved into social media. Yeah. And that's when we did that total immersion in 2010 is which is when I was introduced to WPN as well. We went out to San Diego and with Mari Smith, we did that deep dive into social media and then that journey was on and together we grew uh, to a very into a very successful yes. uh, social media marketing company. We both knew each other's strengths and weaknesses and we worked together through that until a lot of changes started happening further on. Yeah. Well, Sherry, how long are you married? Rich and I will be celebrating our 23rd wedding anniversary this year on December wow. 29th. We got married right in in December. Uh, Just in time to, for taxes so you could be married. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he proposed to be on Christmas morning. And we were married before the end of the year. And I've always told him, you just oh, needed that deduction. That's so great. That's so great. Yeah. 23 years. And yes. so there's a bunch of things to unpack here. One is working with your spouse. Ah, I did that for about five minutes. And I realized this is not going to work. How did you work through that? Like, was it challenging or did you automatically fall into it? It was perfect. Because we started off as a friend. We uh, met each other, like I said, in 1998. And, and through we started dating. And through this dating process, we just started sharing some of our goals, our dreams, aspirations. I was a single mom. Uh, Feeling and you know the spiral down you know after being divorced once and then doing one of those what I call the hiccup marriages between uh, <laughs> actually tried to make that first husband jealous definitely you know but anyway uh, well that's a story in itself but yeah, and then, <laughs> he had been married a couple of times as well and we just we wanted to be friends we never thought about marriage we just blended and that's how the business started. So we started the business, you know, officially in 1998 and we're married in 2000. I think that friendship is what really we had that relationship and we knew each other's strengths and weaknesses and could accept that. And we just became a team. And naturally, I mean, people that saw us together socially, everything, they just knew we fed off each other and everything we did. Wow, Sherry, that's great, because I had nothing but clashes when I started working with my husband. And I, I mean, he was doing the work. I was just doing the sales and the administration, mm -hmm. but we had such different styles. So you are fortunate and you were able to do it for so many years. Well, I think the hardest thing was is to actually take our date night and have a date night and not make it into mm -hmm. a business conversation. That was really our biggest challenge. And that's what started our date nights. So we have continued those date nights through to this day. Friday night is our date night businesses put aside and we just go play oh that's so beautiful you know i know how challenging that is because i work with my sisters women's prosperity network is me my sister susan my sister nancy and when we get together for social occasions you know you have to put those boundaries around it otherwise you end up talking to you and it becomes a meeting everything becomes a meeting so that's really great and then um, so when you got, so this has been, you've been working together for many, many years now, 15, 16 years, and then you've had shifts up and down. I mean, you were first, you are so amazing at social media. I know right now LinkedIn is your niche. It's been your niche for a long time, but you also did Facebook and you did um, 
constant contact. I mean, you did the whole thing. How do you become an entrepreneur and get yourself online and be mm-hmm. seen? So you've seen a lot of shifts in your business and changes. Most, most definitely. In fact, when right before the pandemic and when we were starting to face some of the challenges we're facing today, I realized that I was at that burnout, that I needed to start releasing things. And I was very blessed. I had a very successful social media management company, and that's where I was really growing. But because of that, I realized the time and energy it took from me where I wasn't even really doing our own social media at the time. I was managing everybody else's. And yes, we were, um, at one time, what they call the uh, ALEs, authorized um, ex- experts in constant contact, and we right. spoke to them, and we grew our company. We had a lot of clients in the in that arena as well. So I started shifting right before that pandemic, and I think at that time I was actually coaching with Nancy, and I knew that it was time for me to release all that management, but there was some big income there. And so I was slowly making that process. And I will say that in March of 2020, I released my last managed client who had been with me for over three years. And all of a sudden that it hit me, that impact, like, oh gosh, now what? Where's the money going to come from? Richard's no longer working. I'm having to figure out all of this. And it was like, um, and I, I will tell you everything that we, and to this day, we pray together every morning. But at that time, I just handed it off to the Lord. And Pat Iyer came into my life. And we have had a collaboration since that day. And it has been the biggest blessing um, to my business, to us, and getting to know her. She inspires me so much. And I, she's just a role model I, I look up to. Um, but because of that relationship and with her legal nurse consultant, um, business. She brings me in to speak at her conferences. She also, we have a um, part of her bonuses to her elite coaching program is bringing her LNCs into my LinkedIn mastery program. And so I'm able to just really serve them uh, and is serving Pat at the same time. And, and that's what I, I think in business, you have to really start understanding how you can be passionate in order for you to be able to really share the passion that you want and to do what you want. You have to just start looking at other opportunities. And I'd have some bad. Yeah. I'd had bad experiences or I should say Rich and I had some bad experiences with some partnerships in the beginning. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, you found the perfect partnership. Yep. And that's, that changed everything for you. You mentioned You mentioned that Richard stopped working. So Mm -hmm. let's get into that for a minute because everything shifted. So you and Richard were a team up until 2019, 2020? Actually, um, it's earlier than that. Yeah, I mean, we started noticing some changes in him about 2014. He had been hit head on and he was having some memory issues. He'd had a concussion. And yet, you know, we, he, he was healed and we were still working and we had been very blessed with another um, opportunity. We were doing uh, some speaking opportunities with a company, um, traveling with them and teaching at their conferences as well in, in Las Vegas and Hawaii. But I started noticing things when he was up on stage that he would 
be forgetting things or he would repeat or he would say, remember, as I shared earlier, and I'm thinking he didn't share that. And I knew his presentation by heart because we always practice with each other. Right. So I started noticing those things. And then um, a couple of times, you know, because we always taught on stage as we did numerous times for WPN, we fed off each other. And I realized, I mean, his strengths and my strengths are so different. And we fed on each other's so that we knew that we would to each other. And I noticed things were just not, not gelling, I guess you could say. So that was when we realized, and he did some testings, we found out that he had early onset dementia. And that was a diagnosis in 2018. 2018. And from that point, um, because of his status in the military, he's a disabled vet. And with the testings, and they, he'd had numerous back surgeries, and they were not going to uh, do any more back surgeries, and he has um, neuropathy in his right leg, they actually brought him up to 100% permanently disabled. So at that time, he could not work. But technically, he could not work because of his um, short-term memory. Um, and through these last few years, now it's the uh, decreased comprehension and communication. I think that's the one thing I miss the most. And everyone that knows Richard, an amazing conversationalist. I yes. miss our conversation. Yeah. I just, you know, there's times just we sit there and we have, I feel, you know, I talk a lot anyway. <laughs> I want to hear his voice. I want to hear those conversations and such with them. So I miss that dearly from that, from all of these challenges here. But that was when we realized that things were shifting. And one of my things that I noticed right away was his, his biggest skill set was not only speaking, but also technology. He couldn't get into Gmail. He couldn't get into our GoDaddy account. And that's our whole business. Everything's on, you know, GoDaddy or domains and everything. So I've had to take that initiative. I'm not technology. I'm technology in me just, you know, I want it to work, period. Well, till recently, but I mean. Until recently. Yes. And especially I've since uh, been able to manage to get back into his Gmail account. I have control of GoDaddy. Um, all of the things that he took care of, I have now had to learn how to manage. Um, whether I like it or not, that's a different story. But the fact of the matter is, I feel very, I'm not proud. I, I feel successful in having yeah. to learn different things. Um I'm still able to use him as my sounding board. He's still the biggest, uh, he's the best hugger ever, but he's an amazing support as far as for me in business. He keeps sharing with me how proud he is of me and what he's seen me accomplish over these last few years, because I did have to, um, and this is not easy to say, but there were three years of income tax stuff that had not been taken care of. And that was something he always managed with our accountant and I would help with the personal and whatever. And when I realized the mess we had to get into, it was so, I mean, I basically just shut down at first. Mm -hmm. I thought, what the hell? <laughs> you know, I don't want to have to deal with this stuff. But I did. I took advantage of some of the things that I knew I was strong in. And I took the initiative and became, you know, and got it all straightened out. And then I realized that, I was still trying to run our business so as a, solely. We didn't have the team we used to have. And I realized I don't want to do Facebook ads. Um, I don't want to do SEO or website marketing any longer. That was what he did. 
And so I closed that business officially last April of 2022. And on May 1st, I officially opened my sole entrepreneurship, so Social Visionary LLC, which I now focus on doing what I am passionate about, which is my teaching. Yeah. Yeah, I am teaching and I am working. I, I love doing some podcasts. I'm actually restarting my podcast. You know, Rich and I also had a radio show. Yes, and yes. that time is when we realized things were going on. We had to just pull that show down. Um, so I'm going to have start my podcast this next year. That's where I really want to start growing my business that way. Um, writing, I'm actually uh, enrolled in Peggy Lee Hansen's Writers uh, Retreat next year oh, as well. Beautiful. To get back into my writing. I started looking at what I love to do and how and releasing what I don't no longer want to do. And this year has been just, like I said, a blessing as far as my LinkedIn mastery program, the people I've been able to serve. And because of that, through our transition of moving this year, I was able to not have to worry about marketing. I was just able to focus on the clients that I had and move forward that way. It kept me sane, I guess you could say. Well, Sherry, I'm, I'm sitting here going, you know, you sound like you totally have it together. And I'm thinking, so from now, what's 2023? So we're talking five years since the diagnosis. Yes. And you have been through ups and downs and over and unders. And how do you, how did you, so here you are, you're in your life. Everything's good. You're married for this with this amazing man and then everything changed your business changed your house your home you moved not just moved you moved to another state yes <laughs> you did a whole other <laughs> thing but that initial okay what am i going to do about the business like it's been an evolution what did you do to take care of sherry like uh, how did you keep yours you are so sane and so balanced and really seem to have pulled it together what are the means that get you there? How do you stay there and how'd you get there? Well, I mean, I, everything is definitely based on my faith and the Lord is my, that's who guides me and everything. I mean, through this move, um, I realized that Richard was feeling sad because he knew that our dream was to always have that log home in Tennessee, travel back to Hawaii. He knows I'd love to go to spend the summer in a villa in Tuscany. And, and he started feeling like he was letting me down. And I had to really help him understand that we're in this thing together. We've always been a team. We need to really understand that. And I'm not going to say it's easy. I mean, there's anger on both our parts. And in the beginning, he was very angry. He would not accept this. I was in denial. And so one of the first things I did is I took charge and found out the type of meds the doctors were giving him. And I didn't, and I talked with his daughter, who's a nurse, and I started doing some research. And that is one of the things I found out through the coach I'm working with today. I found out from Vicki Ibog, who's my coach, my strengths, and to really understand and, and build on those strengths. And a couple of those strengths are, is that I am definitely a, what I call a, a fact finder. And that is my biggest strength. So I am diving into researching constantly. And I was able to find um, some information and, and contact his doctor and I had to meet with the clinical uh, pharmacist. And we were able to get that switched over. From that, his anger issues went away. Um, oh, 
And so there was a lot of release. Because I will say, even though this dementia is there with him, he is still healthy. He together, that's another thing. I researched the type of foods. I got him off Diet Coke immediately. Diet Coke people is, you do not want to be drinking that stuff. Other foods that we were both intaking because my health had started failing. Um, and so, you know, I got high blood pressure. I, I have diabetes in my family. I'm now diagnosed as type two diabetes. And so as far as taking care of myself, I had to stop and do it. I had no choice because I knew that if, in order for me to keep, to be a caregiver, and I will say that was a hard term to accept. Mm -hmm. caregiver. I'm yeah. his wife. Right. Um, but I had to accept that, that he needed me, but I also needed him. I, you know, I need him. And so I had to start taking care of myself as well. Um, so finding a doctor to help me get through some of those issues has been a godsend. And they've all helped me as I'm transforming up in this area as well. Um, I've been able to find some, you know, a medical team up here to deal with those things as well, to keep me healthy and to keep him healthy, but also support team. And working with um, Vicki, understanding my strengths and my weaknesses, it's not just, you know, the um, <laughs> having the strength to do the fact finding so that I can research everything I need to know. That has really helped me. I'm, I'll tell you one little thing I just did the other day that I had to celebrate in this new home. The refrigerator water filter went down to where I had to replace it. And I could not find that dang water filter. It wasn't in the place that all my other refrigerators had it. So I get on YouTube and I eventually find it. And then I re then the, it's a Kenmore, so there's no Sears here. So I had to find a place to order it. Got it ordered, it came in, and then I had to replace it. And I <laughs> that little thing, I achieved that. That was my fat finding strength right there. I took charge. But also, um, my follow through. I realize that in order for me to stay in business, I've had to streamline my business. I'm no longer scaling my business. I'm doing what I love to do to serve others and to see, to make sure that they are, how do I want to say it? It's not making an impact with them. I just want to have, I want to share in their experiences and see their successes. So I really focus on simplifying everything. I'm not into the, all the, there's a lot of cool online tools, but I'm oh, all yeah. simplifying. And so being, my strength being in follow through is I realize I need to maintain plans and, uh, and systems that already exist and show them how to build on that. Always have that research uh, and show them other things they can do. Like look at AI this year. I've had to stay on top of all these things. Mm -hmm. But those are my, those to me are my strengths and I have to just have to keep building on those. And Richard and I walk every day when we can. It's been kind of, believe it or not, I know it, Florida has some chilly weather, but up here in Tennessee, it's been a little chilly as well. Um, but I also realized just how we start the day together, how we end the day together. My business is now where before Rich and I worked so hard together, our life was just kind of there. Mm -hmm. Our business was the main thing. I've had to reverse that, that my business has had to fit into my life. And yeah. so I'm doing, I'm happy. I really am. I have no regrets of us moving here. Uh, from Tennessee to, I mean, from Florida to Tennessee, it all worked well. Um, Richard, it, a lot of people ask me, 
how could you take him out of his what he knew and bring him up here he want he has wanted this so much and that i knew he was feeling like he was letting me down and i knew that this was something as an adventure we could really do together during this time and plus we are a little close to his daughters who are in arkansas who we have not seen before the pandemic so we're going to be able to make a few more trips more often there yeah. um and that's important for him too to see his his children but um no i mean you 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 brought his dream to life it, yeah exactly together yeah. we have and and we're always going to i mean one of my biggest thing is why i know it's important to take care of myself and not give up on myself i don't ever want richard to give up on himself my goal is for him to understand the value that he has and has always had in my life and in his family's life and his friend's life. And I just want him to see that this is just a, another bump in the road. I'm not pretending that it isn't gonna get worse. Uh, we lost his father in 2006 to dementia. His aunt just passed away with very severe Alzheimer's this last year. Um, it is something that we know is there. Mm -hmm. But we're gonna face it together. And, it, and, and again, it's just, as far as the big thing about taking care of myself is just understanding who I am and to doing what I love and um, and passionate about not trying to do things for everybody else. Gosh, Sarah, you are such an inspiration. Seriously, okay. I want you to know. Thank you. I want you to know that the way you've managed this from over here is extraordinary. I mean, I, I can only relate at a small level and having had people in my family also with dementia, but I wasn't living with them. It wasn't, we weren't intertwined in business. I mean, you have really, I mean, it sounds like faith, family are the things that kept you together. And, uh, you know, we all have those moments where I just want to scream or I want to cry into my pillow. And I'm sure you've had those moments as well. <laughs> When I was a young mother and my first husband traveled a lot, I used to go into the bathroom and just close the door. That was my quiet time. And sometimes I would just sit there, cry and scream, whatever. And I'm back to that sometimes. Right. That's what the bathroom yeah. is for. Yeah, you have to. You have to escape that. And um, yeah, and I just going outside of my back patio and just taking in some deep breaths sometimes by myself, you know, it, it being... I know I had somebody just recently ask me, like, what do you do to, to be alone? Well, I don't really want to be alone. You know, I do know that it's important for me not to get lost in all of this yes. and get everything else out there. Uh, but I have a sister-in-law who's been taking care of my brother, who is just right underneath me in our family. I'm a fam I have a family of nine children, and he had a stroke back in 2014, and we just went through a really hardship where he was back in ICU just these less this last month. We didn't know what was going to happen. But I look at her, and her mother has Alzheimer's. She is a caregiver, and I look up to her to see how can I be more like Liz, where she has so much on her plate, plus she has a business, and, you know, a daughter that she was raising during all this. And I look up to that and I think, you know, I I have it easy. Oh I forget. We have to remember that everyone has things that are going on in their life. So we have to really be cautious of that and not, I don't play a victim. I'm not a victim. I'm in any of this. I am, you know, um, I'm a wife, you know, and I love my husband very much. 
Yeah, so there's so much that we all have to just, um, and I'm not saying accept it because I haven't, I was in denial and I didn't really want to accept that this was the position we were going to have to deal with. But um, my main focus right now is just how we can continue living a life together joyfully on this new journey that we decided to jump into this year. Wonderful. It really is wonderful. Sherry Martin, I am so happy we had this time together and I, you know, that you shared from your heart. Thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for your candidness uh, because you really are going through what so many people go through in different ways, right? Our businesses change, things happen in our lives, people we love, things change in their lives. I mean, all of these things and so many of them happening for you at, at one time and going through it with the grace that you have. I really appreciate you, Sherry. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. And I'll just say, just, just accepting support and help from others is also, you know, that's the one thing I had to learn. That was the hardest thing for me to learn. Yeah. Just, yes, I do need help. Yeah, because for so many years, we're taught to askew help. We can do it. I can handle it. I don't want to show any weakness. I can do it myself. Yeah. I've been through so much in my life. I can do this. But yes, don't ever be afraid to ask for help and to take your friends up on there and pray with them. Either. Just a prayer. Yeah, yeah exactly. just prayer. But thank you. And WPN, I will say, has been a great catalyst for me because that's where I found my first strength and my courage was becoming a member of WPN as I've been able to really um, grow my business. And this is what's helped me do that. So thank you. You're thank so you. welcome. And not just, you know, I love it because when we talk and you say Vicki Ibon, Pat Iyer, I'm like, these are all women you met at Women's Prosperity Network. So we come together and we grow together. Yes. And these are years relationships, not five minutes. So it warms my heart that at Women's Prosperity Network, we come together for business and we stay together because we love each other. That's true. We love each happen. other to success. That's what we always say. So, Sherry, thank you so much. Make sure to connect with Sherry at So Social Visionary. You can also, of course, find her at Sherry Martin on LinkedIn and Facebook. And again, it's C-H-E-R-I. And I am so thrilled that you are here today. I'm so glad that Sherry was able to be with us. Thank you again. And thank all of you for spending some time with us. And I hope today's conversation was inspiring because it was for me. My face hurts from smiling. And I appreciate you so much. And I appreciate Sherry. I appreciate all of you. I hope you have a fantastic day, everybody. Go ahead and be real. Get real, because when you do, you achieve real results. We'll see you again next time on another episode of Be Real, Get Real. Bye, everybody.